Welcome to Red Zone DFS. We got week four. Today, we're going to go through all of our positions like normal. We're going to save our stacks for the end, so make sure you stick around for the best game backs of the day. Week three was good to us, boys. Went up a couple thousand, a couple racks this week to get the bankroll up. I mean, I'm ready to keep piling it on this week. How you guys feeling? Feeling pretty good. Um, you know, I came top six in three different GPPs last week. Um, thanks to my main man, Matt Collins, and uh, a few of the other guys that we pointed out. Um, didn't Unfortunately, didn't take down a GPP, but, you know, went up a, went up a couple thousand. And, you know, it's just, just keep churning them out. Showdown's been really good to us uh, besides the Sunday night game, um, which we won't talk about. Uh, but, yeah, this week's going to be fantastic. Uh, Vinny, how are you feeling about I last feel good. week, this week? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was not in the uh, the major winning pool like you two, but uh, I still ended up pretty much breaking even on the weekend uh, between main slate, showdown, college, everything else. So you you know you live you live to fight another day. So I feel and good just about so this everyone week. knows. I, I got into the winnings here, top three, almost took down a GPP without Matt Collins. So I still stand by me not playing Matt Collins, even though Jimmy definitely came up with it. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> just think about if you had <laughs> it Matt worked. Collins. I know. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, it was ceiling. I mean, the, it, but again, like just, just real quick, we'll talk about that. How the process worked, though, yeah. right? You look at it. You look at a team. You look that they have, you know, certain strengths on defense, and the Raiders' offense is very concentrated, especially passing wise, to one player. If you take away that one player without Hunter Renfro in the lineup. You have Darren Waller and you have Matt Collins, and that's basically it. Um, so for thirty three hundred dollars, you know, it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. We th- I think that I found the next Matt Collins this week. I don't know Ew. if we'll pick out anybody for that cheap uh, again. That'll smash like that this year. Um, but I think he's got a good chance to at least four x's uh, his salary. But we'll get to yeah. that when we hit receivers. <clears throat> My big hitter last Let's week that I'm disappointed I can't play this week is uh, Alave for the Saints. He's over in uh, foggy London town this week. But him getting, mm-hmm. what, 27 points last week at 4,500. I had him about 70% of my lineups. You know, that that really helped out. So we're helpful. rocking and rolling. We're ready for week four. Let's move on to quarterbacks, boys. Let's go from the top. We obviously know some of these top guys. But, hey, we're going to talk about them anyways because they're so exciting. Jimmy, well, go for it. I mean, a couple weeks ago, uh, how we just absolutely – You know, we did very, very well with the Miami-Baltimore game. Here we go again. We've got concentrated offenses on both sides. You've got clear stacking options on both sides. Um, I I don't know how you don't play Josh Allen this week. Um, I don't care that he's 8,400. I don't care that he might be the highest-owned quarterback. Uh, I'm playing 30 to 40% Josh Allen this week. And that's just it. Uh, You can play the guy on the other side as well. Um, But if I'm going to pick in the 8,000s here, Josh Allen's my guy. Vinny? Yeah, and and Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's coming in under 5% owned right now. If that sticks and holds, I mean, you sometimes just got to flip to the other side of that game and go more Lamar. But I'm with you. This game I think is going to explode. I've got 8 to 12% on Lamar right now. Yeah, Josh I'll Allen, t- I've got 14 to 16%. I'll touch on Lamar because I'm going to make it really simple for me. Uh, I told you guys this earlier about probably 80% of my lineups are going to be between these two. Uh, they're just one. It's very doable this week uh, with the price plays, uh, other positions. Obviously, Josh Allen is just unbelievable. Guy's Superman. Uh, the other side of this game, I love Lamar. I mean, he, he right now. So, like, here's a few stats that I heard. He's got the number one scoring offense the Ravens do in the league. He's fifth also in rushing yards, Lamar is, in the, in the, in the whole league. He's accounted for 87% of the yards for the Ravens. Yeah, like, we talk about just wild. concentrated <laughs> offense. So, yeah. like, pretty we wild. always talk about, like, oh, I'll take the guy who, you know, gets the rock and, you know, is going to get concentrated targets on bad teams. Like, well, how about I give you the guy that's concentrated offense on the best offense in the league? Like, I'm just going to play it. It's it, it for me. I don't even need to stack it. I want to obviously, and we'll talk about that at the end. But like, if you can only fit in Lamar, I'm just gonna do it and plug him in and take my thirty point floor. 
Like that's just where he's at right now. So until someone stops him, man, I, I'm going to keep playing him. Joe, are yep. you going to one of the top three or are you just, I'm going to actually, so interested? one person I'm fading this week is going to be Hertz. Um, I think Jacksonville's defense is nasty. I think that D line is really good. The weather might be a little bit shaky in this game. I think this game has a lot of what they like to call a fuck shit going on. I think there's going to be a lot of weird plays, weird stuff happening. I just don't see right. Hertz possibly getting that 30 points. I still see him getting that 22, 24, but that's not even getting us to four X. I think there's better options here. Yeah. Um, same goes for Kyler Murray. I'm, I think he's I'm, got the biggest bust bust potential of the three of yeah, like not I mean, hitting value. If, if, if he was cheaper, um, I would be more into it, but if you can spend the extra $200 or hundred dollars to play Lamar or Allen, like I'll just do that. Yep. That's yep. how I feel too. So. Um, I feel the same way about Kyler. He's priced up too high. Carolina's yeah. defense is really good. Um, and Arizona, I mean, we just They're don't just know what mess. they are yet until, until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. I'm staying away from that, but moving down, I'm all the way down in the 5,000 range for my next quarterback. Do you guys have oh. anyone higher in the six K seven K range? Uh, not a ton. But I do have some curiosity uh, in a couple of guys here. Um, so do I. I have one guy in the sixes I like. And I uh, about well, I guess him, but... he's not in the sixes. So, Vinny, you go ahead. Uh, I mean, this uh, – I hate him. Uh, you know, Mr. Robot himself. But if he's ever going to break out, Russ, uh, 6,700, I will take a few shots on him here. We saw how bad the Raiders' defense was last week versus Tennessee. I mean, Ryan Tannehill threw for multiple touchdowns against him. Like, the one thing that was encouraging for me as my heart broke on Monday night watching the Niners lose was towards the end, Russ started to, like, freelance a little bit and play like Russ and get out of that Nathaniel Hackett-like offense. So if he's going to do that, I I like Russ. Obviously, we don't know what we're going to get here, but – I think it's a great spot. I think Sutton could have a really big day here, potentially. Like, there's going to be opportunities to put up points here. Um, I just think Russ is priced a little bit too high for me, but I do agree with you high. on somebody like Sutton. Like, he's going to, Sutton's going to find his way into my yeah. stacks easily this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, this Denver offense, it just, there's nothing right about it it's, right now. It's bad, man. So, it really is. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of exposure to it because I think you're right. If there's a game for him to get right, it's going to be this week this in is Las it. Vegas. And so I'm going to have a little bit of exposure just so I don't get burned. But this Denver offense is looking really, really atrocious right now. And yep, I just, totally. I'm not going to have a lot of exposure to it. The other reason, which I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit, is I like this game. I have a feeling some people are going to flock a little bit more to the run game because of a few guys, you know, one guy at the running back position with Javante. But I always like going to games where I think the team's going to blast off and, like, I'll take the passing game if everyone's going to take the running back. So just a little bit different way to get exposure there. I'll flip to the other side of that game um, because – I know Matt Collins did it last week. Uh, I'm going to be playing a couple of lineups with Derek Carr and then Devontae Adams. I think this is a week where they just force feed the shit out of him. I get that Sertan's probably going to be covering him a fair Mm -hmm. amount of time, but I'm going to be willing to take that gamble in some larger field uh, GPPs just to get weird a little bit. Um, It will be different. And my other guy right next to him is going to be Goff. Um, yeah, I really don't under like, I get it. You say the name this, and this is part of the reason you say the name Goff, and then you say lions and people just start saying, no, no, I'll just go play Aaron Rodgers for $500 more, right. Or $400 more. But the fact of the matter is that the lions offense is extremely explosive this year. And I don't care how you want to slice it. They're playing the Seahawks who the Niners' pathetic offense, who could barely <laughs> score any points, scored 27 points against the, <laughs> the, the Seahawks. So, I mean, last week, the Seahawks gave up a ton of points at home. Um, I think that Jared Goff might be one of my favorite quarterback plays this week. Um, Interesting. And it's causing me to go from Allen all the way down to 5,900. 
All right. I agree. I really like golf this week. Detroit, you're right. And the thing is, I, I was actually watching a replay last night of that game they played last week against the Vikings. Golf just looks good. There's moments he, he he gets out of the pocket. He creates more space. He hits like, Amon Ross St. Brown or Chark underneath. He looks good. He looks comfortable. Um, I really like golf. But I'm going to go right back to where I went last week and the week before, and I'm going back to Mariota at 5,600. Yeah. If he can just avoid fumbling the ball in really crucial situations, the Falcons would actually have more wins this year, right? Yes. He has a fumble lost in every single game, and I think they're all in the fourth <laughs> quarter. But God, that's so bad. He's getting he's averaging 18 points a game. Yeah. He's averaging 18 points a game, right? We need to get 22 points out of him to get that 4X range. Going against Cleveland, the total is at 49 and a half. The ownership here is like, I think it's concentrated on 8% and everyone's hitting that game stack. I, we got to be a part of that game stack this week because if it goes, well, yeah, so, you're out. So the nice part about Mariota in that offense is it might be the most concentrated offense in the entire league. Yeah, There's three guys that get the ball, right? So yep. it makes it really easy. If you wanted to get really aggressive and if you wanted to like, like every once in a while, like every week, I throw a couple of lineups into the $9 slant, which is 150 max tournament. I usually throw five or six in there because it's got a good even payout structure at the top. It's not like, you know, if you happen to take it down and then come in second place, it's like 30% less or something. It's really, really evenly paid out. In a, in a tournament like that, I legitimately think you can, you know, we'll talk more about stacks later, but you can play all three of those guys with Mariota and no one else is going to do that. And if it hits and if this is a very high scoring game, then you're going to be in business, right? And I think it's going to be the Browns have this air of like they have a good defense and it's just really not that good. I don't think that Miles Garrett's going to play because he got in, and he look, was in that car and accident. Look, guys, Miles Garrett, he is, I feel like he's so underrated, or at least people don't talk about him enough because he's up in Cleveland. I'm not saying he's as good or as much of a game wrecker as Mika Parsons right now, but he has that kind of effect on their defense. Just like Watt, TJ Watt with Pittsburgh. When yeah. they Micah. When they leave Micah, whatever. When they <laughs> leave their defense, their whole defense changes. Right. Yeah. So if Garrett, so if Garrett's not playing this week, and then you got Clowney that's possibly not playing, those are your end guys. Mariota's gonna be running all over the place. Well, this and is Clown, a hit and Clowney, smash spot. And, and Clowney, Clowney has some of the worst endurance out of any edge rusher. He doesn't play. He, I think he plays like forty-five to fifty percent of snaps. Like he does not play mm-hmm. every snap. Miles Garrett. But he's their does. pass rush guy on third downs. So and if neither of those guys are playing, I mean, this is a huge smash spot. Mariota and Patterson with not their top, their uh, two top edge rushers are out. Yep. Sign me up. Yeah. Ben, you guys are talking about, it. I was a little bit hesitant at first, but then I started digging more. And, and I'm with you. Like, I think being, I believe I'm checking right now, the second highest over under on the, on the slate uh, is what I'm. I think that's yep. accurate. So I, there is a path that this is the game, right? Because so, like, if, yeah. if and your hope is you overstack this game and that Buffalo Ravens game for whatever reason doesn't pop off, like you're in serious business. You know, this, what I mean? if you if you so, stack this game, it allows you to actually get exposure to that Buffalo Baltimore game. You know what I mean? Because everything is so cheap in this game. This is my favorite stack. Totally. So I mean. To that same point, going down a little bit lower, we're, I feel like we're running into the same situation with Zach Wilson at 5,200. Pittsburgh yep. is an absolute shell of itself with, without TJ without Watt. Watt. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he is the heart and soul of that defense. It made you made them go max teams go max protect to contain him. They would have to double team him, which made everyone else's job on that D line a lot easier. Now you don't have to worry about that. Zach yeah. Wilson probably could have played last week, I think. They held him out the extra week. He says he's 100%. He feels good. Um, yeah. And I think we're going to see the Jets actually have some really good dynamic playmakers. They've got the rookie Garrett Wilson. They've got Elijah Moore. Uh, they've got Brees Hall. They've got Michael Carter. They've, they've got guys. Right? Yeah. It, it, so, we gotta, I, I mean, it, I really like that. We got a question about this on Twitter from, I think, Mint Condition. But, like, I don't mind taking a shot here because he's so cheap with 
Uh, but if you're going to do it, I think it's in a bigger GPP and you just go all like you double stack. Yeah, do both. You got to do I think Wilson, you go Wilson yeah. and more, and you hope that this Jets offense yeah. lights absolutely lights the it only, up. Because, the only thing that yeah. scares me with it, I'm going to have exposure to Wilson, right? Because I think this Jets offense can't explode. I mean, Flacco with Waka Flacco Flame was doing it, but Zach Wilson, is he going to be that rusty, right? We've seen Whoa. these quarterbacks not have that much game action, especially those ones that like didn't play in preseason. And then they came yeah. out in week one looking like dog shit. We'll see. He doesn't have any preseason. He hasn't played any games, right? Is he really but rusty? He, I mean, but he, I'm going to have exposure kind of, in big GPPs. He is kind of a gunslinger. And again, I think you have to overexpose it. And if it pops, it pops. But even like you need it to really go off because, again, even if Wilson gets to 20 points, 22 has a really good game and you go one receiver and that guy puts up 17 or something, like you still just may be so far behind the field, like because yeah, of I see, some I of see, these I games dis- go off. I disagree there because he's so cheap. He's he 5,200, so that, your, that's why we're other, talking about these Your guys. other guys you play have to get after it. Like the, well, the the spend ups in other spots that you're well, sacrificing for, but that's why you're. But that's why. But no, I understand totally. Yeah. I'm just well, saying, like, mean, if you don't, if you don't have the chalk and that chalk go, it's going, you know, like you may be in trouble anyways. But you're not if, like you said, you play a one percent Devonte Adams, right? And he goes for forty this week. It's like that. Now you're fine. Like you're in I business, mean, right? So, well, Jimmy, I have a, I have a better question for you here. Mm-hmm. How does Zach Wilson stay so hairless? How does he stay so clean? Clean? Does he have hair underneath his pants? I mean, what's going on with him? What does he use? I don't know, Joe, but if I had to take a guess, I would have to guess that support for Zach Wilson and his MILF hunting brand comes from Manscaped, just like support for our Red Zone DFS podcast. Best in the men's below-the-waist grooming, the products are precision engineered for your family jewels. Performance package is the ultimate. We see people signing up. They've been posting on Twitter. They're taking advantage of the 20% off. Over 6 million people, or probably close to 7 million men worldwide, who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. That's probably you know up from 12 million to 14 million balls. 20% off, free worldwide shipping with the co- code ZONE20 at manscaped.com. That's zone 20 at manscaped.com. We'll leave it up here at the bottom of the screen. Um, Joe, I mean, you were at the Ritz last week. You were feeling good. I mean, how, how much did that, that confidence of that manscaped equipment give you? I mean, it was amazing. I had to take our, uh, our baby photos, our pregnancy photos. So, you know, there the you wifey go. wanted me looking real Oof, nice and sharp. Guy. And Man. it was just in time for my manscaped package. So I got nice and cleaned up. I looked great in the pictures, or at least I thought so. And yeah, so me, I mean, Zach Wilson probably looks like me after a couple of days without using Manscaped, right? I Not mean, great. look, you got you got <laughs> to just great. opt. You have to opt for the full package too. The performance mm-hmm. package gives you the lawnmower 4.0, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, boxer briefs, and a travel bag. I'm hitting the road tomorrow for a few days. I'm headed up to Boise for work. I'm taking the travel bag with me and I'm taking the whole kit with me just to make sure that I stay fresh for my meetings tomorrow and Friday and we can close some big deals and get ready for the weekend. Yeah. Vinny, two, right. two, two of my favorite things that I've been using the nose trimmer, which is absolutely dynamite. You know, when you, you absolutely, use a, when that's you use great a, for you. When you, you use a bad that. one, <laughs> It, it just like you get that little twinge, that little like, oh my god, it'll bring a tear to your eye when you catch a hair, a stray one like that. Uh, that's been dynamite. And then they've got this spray, like the refresher. So like midday, get oh, ready to so go good. out or something. You just kind of, you know, refresh up a few sprays and you're good to go. So it's, hey, hey, look, uh, it's hard to beat. It, it puts it puts the fucking pep in your step. Okay, absolutely. Again. 20% off, free shipping worldwide. So we know we have a lot of listeners around the world. We're playing a game in uh, Cherry Old London this week. <laughs> London listeners, 20% off, zone 20 with the code at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping, zone 20, unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, guys, let's move on All to right. running back. Running backs. Here we go. Vinny, you want to lead us off? Yeah, man. Um, I think up top, I mean, we, you guys hit on the game. 
I'm going to keep playing him because he's again coming in sub 10% ownership. But if I'm going up, I'm going to Nick Chubb. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you've got that thorn in your ass with Kareem Hunt, who's always going to be there, but it's okay. Like they can both get their share. And the one thing about Chubb is you've got to get the touchdowns, but he's been getting them. And when he yeah. does, like he is putting up 20 plus points. I think he's leading the league in rushing right now. Yes, he um, is. It's I don't think this ignore, game, like, yeah, I don't think ahead. this game is being scored by three yard runs, right? And Chubb getting exhausted, and then Cream Hunt coming into the end at the uh, in the red zone. I well, think this yeah. game is huge hitting plays constantly. We're going to see Nick seen, Chubb breaking for 80, 50, 40 yard runs big time. Yeah. We've seen Chubb have those games where it's like four minutes into the first quarter and he pops off a 70 yarder, and you're like, uh oh, like, I don't have Nick Chubb today, like, he's yeah. going banana sandwich so yeah man if i'm going up top i like chubb i mean obviously i like a few yeah, of the other I think guys he's the but price I think he's, for the dollar, he's my favorite he's my favorite place here so far uh i think he's the slate breaker at running back this week yeah that's for me yeah up top. I, I mean I, I like the call he's sandwiched in between barkley and eckler who are both in the 13 to 18 percent owned range so just by naturally you know, people think that I, – I mean, I, I actually don't get it. I, I would think personally you would probably want to own him over Barkley this week. But, I mean, Saquon Barkley has been pretty goddamn dynamic, so it's kind of hard to argue with that. Yeah, um, and just real quick, early ownership is showing CMC and Saquon are going to be pushing 20%. Henry and Chubb are going to be sub-10. That's where it's see, I just don't hanging out right now. They'll probably pick up steam a little, but that's where we're at today. I don't trust McCaffrey with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. Baker tries to do everything himself. He won't dump it off. He tries to take it on his, on his own. McCaffrey's not getting any targets anymore. It's really but upsetting. He, like, they mean, want him to be the getting, grounded pound guy. He's getting the volume. and it's just, But the problem is, the like last you said, week Joey, he got the volume. I mean, every week he's been getting volume. But the problem is, is <laughs> number one, the Panthers aren't very good, so they don't get into the red zone very much. Yeah. Um, that's a problem. And like you said, Joey, he's, he's just not getting enough passing work. Now it, it could absolutely be the week where he just smashes Carolina going East or, or Arizona, oh, Arizona going Arizona East come, to Carolina. Yeah. Um, depending on what this, this hurricane does, uh, there's going to be some rain. So it could just be kind of one of those slop fests, give the ball to McCaffrey a bunch. But even then, like that makes me, not like it even more, right? So yeah. I think I think that I'm gonna go back to oh, like you, man. you you need you need 26 to 30 points for him to like value yeah. out. And that's yeah, just no, you, I, you I need can't, you need it's hard for me to points. see that right now. You, you know? need 34 like, points from McCaffrey for him to get our four X. And really yeah. we're looking for those six Xers to take down a GPP. I mean so I'm so the guy that I think that has that upside that the computers and all the optimals don't like up here. It's going to be Derrick Henry. Um, looked good last week. Uh, he looked good last week. You know, he got there. He's at, you know, six to 7% owned this week. I, I, I mean, if I'm going to, if I like some of these pay down options at quarterback, this is the kind of guy that I'm looking for to get up here. Now I really do like Saquon Barkley quite a bit, but sure. if his ownership continues to climb, I'm going to have to look for pivots elsewhere up there. And Derrick Henry is the perfect one. It's only $300 more. I really yep. like the Chubb. So for me up top, it's 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 Henry and Chubb. Joe, yeah. anybody else? I'm right there with you. No one up top, but just so you know, I mean, so that our listeners know, Shaq Leonard should be back this week for that Colts defense, which yeah. definitely changes that defense. Um, yep. I think they have a strong defense in the first place. It's their yeah. offense that's been sputtering, yeah. right? I specifically picked Derrick Henry to be the highest scoring running back last week, and I was right, but that was because he was going against the Raiders. This Colts defense scares me a lot more than that. So I don't know if I'm going back to Derrick Henry this week. Chubb is my favorite up top. As we go down here in the 6,000 range, it's Cordero Patterson again. Yep. Sign <laughs> me up. 6,500, still too cheap. This guy is the focal point of their offense, and the way I see this game going is big hitters. Cordero yeah. Patterson is the big hitter king, especially yep. if he hits like screen passes or anything. He gets, he literally looks like a return specialist and he just weaves his way through and gets 30 yards every time he gets a screen ball. Again, no Miles Garrett, possibly no Jadavian Clowney. 
this is a smash spot again. I think people go, well, Patterson went off last week. He can't go off again. No, he absolutely can go off again. He's gotten yes. 25 points twice in three weeks. Yes. Yep. For sure. And yeah. a big point of that is the jinx is off because I did play him last week and he had a good game. So it's not official. Like, <laughs> All right, you're so safe to play him. We're good. So we're, <laughs> we're good now, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Um, I'll be honest, man. One of my f- favorite fades, I think, of the week, Ooh. I'm going to fade Javante Williams. Whoa. I, I, I just don't love not. the volume, dude. Like, I, I don't I You don't guys care. talked about it. I think Denver – they don't even, they don't know like what they're doing out there. And that's why I say like if I'm gonna do it, I kind of just like Russ to go out there and street ball it. You know what I mean? Like that's where I think the plays come from. I don't know, man. I he, he still has Melvin Gordon there just hovering. And I think there's just better plays at that price point. Yeah, I just don't really care. I just don't think there's gonna be enough. I don't think there's gonna be enough scoring in this game. I think this game's gonna be like 20 to 14. Something around that see, range. I, I, I just don't see the score. I think uh, Javante, Vinny, Javante is one of those guys is that is an ultimate tournament player. He, he has is. a very low floor, but all you need him to do is break one big. He has not done it this year. The Raiders, historically, are not a good tackling team. They're, They're not. just not. So – you know, everyone fell in love with him after week one. He got all the passing volume. I'm not really expecting that, but I, he's a guy. I mean, he's if he was getting owned, then I would think about fading him. But at 6%, like. Is that where he's at right now? Yeah. I, I, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. So, I, I'm with you. I just like, I look at it every week and we saw it firsthand on Monday night. Like, hey, look, he is in a full dead split, which I know he's blinded But look, but look that Niners defense. But, that Niners defense is top five. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about one Denver just so, being a, a wreck. And yeah. it's like, it, it could be Melvin this week. Just, like, a little nug- just a little nugget to put in your ear. Melvin Gordon is dealing with a neck issue. Okay. It's a neck. So I'm, that's why I'm, I'm going to play. Kidding. I mean, okay. But so, so here, yeah, no, the chance, I, I of reag- saying, but... the chance of re-aggravating a neck injury for a running back it's pretty hot. I, um, I thought Javante was going to steam up and be up there quite a bit because I he, hear everybody talking about him. Well, he's him. not. For some reason, James Conner, who I'm fading, is getting, you know, up into he's, the mid-teens of ownership. Yeah, he's burned me in the last two weeks. So and, I'll fade him and he's going to go off probably Yeah, this week, let's but. not talk about that. Uh, and then the <laughs> we talked about this guy earlier, Jamal Williams. He is the mega chalk right now. He's sure. sitting at twenty-two to twenty-seven percent, which I, I think, and it's that's good why chalk. Goff. That's why Goff is the play. I yep. think one guy you can continue to play because you you attack him on the ground if you're going to do it. I'm going to keep playing James Robinson, dude. He looks freaking fantastic. Uh, and the Jaguars do not want to get into track meet here with Philly. Like, no, they don't. They want to play I, ball control. I mean, we got a little revenge game going for the coach. Uh, he's going mean, to want to just grind that game out. Again, it's in Philadelphia. There's probably going to be some residuals of rain from that hurricane that's coming up through Florida right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't hate that play. But for me, like, Jamal Williams is a guy that, you know, we're talking about concentrated offenses. I mean, there's Javante. nobody else. No, Jamal Williams. Oh, Jamal. Sorry. Detroit, I'm yeah. playing him. I don't well, care about well, Swift's job. not ruled out yet, is he? No, but I don't care. I mean, he's he's dealing with a little something. Uh, they really do. I mean, you saw it in no, hard he, knocks. He re aggravated his ankle yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. They, they think the world of, of Swift. And sure. Dan Campbell has aspirations of making the playoffs and making mm-hmm. a playoff run and trying to win a championship. I totally. know it sounds crazy to everybody else, but – they're going to be cautious, and if they have Jamal Williams, you know, they're going to just ride him for a game or two and let Swift kind of take it easy, right? Big time. And they've All even right. talked about shutting Swift down for a game or two just to mm-hmm. give him some time which, to rest. Which they probably That's why he's should. getting the chalk. So, yeah, right, guys, let's and, move and, down into the five. That's a good play. Yeah. Um, so, my, so going against your James Robinson play, Vinny, I think it's a fine play. I think Philly's defense is going to be stacked up to stop him. I think it's ETN's week. I think ETN, he's getting those like 13 touches, 
right? 5,400. He looks explosive. He, All he, he does. needs to do is break off that one. Yep. Right. Which he's due. He is so due to break off that one and get that touchdown, possibly two. I think ETN just takes it from Robinson this week. Um, you so know, Robinson's looking gonna, great. Yeah. I don't think he's going to take it from him. I see the play though. Like, if, especially if they go down early. Like, I look at it. Really I look at it just him. like Chubb and Hunt with Robinson and ETN. That's the same exact thing I see. And sometimes Hunt gets those games. This could be that game where ETN eats i'm with you joe i'm all over etn this week he's too cheap he's gonna be one he's gonna be like a half a percent to two percent owned he's a guy that could absolutely flip the script and win you a gpp this week just like all the all the devin singletary that i played last week when he was three quarters of a percent owned 0.75 percent owned and had 12 catches in that shootout yeah, I'm playing. I'm going back to Devin Singletary in quite a bit of my lineups. He's going to be the perfect piece to put on the other side of the of the Lamar game stack in my Buffalo lineups. Um, they're mixing in Moss and Cook every now and then, but it's Singletary's job, and he's getting all of the passing work too. Yeah, um, for for me in that range, I, the only reason I'm not necessarily going to be playing a lot of ETN is like one. Obviously, we need to see if Montgomery's going to play because if he doesn't, I, Khalil Herbert, I'm firing him up. He's another guy who just is a better player than David Montgomery. Like, yes, just, he just is. Well, like, so the, the consensus want, is that he's just honestly a better fit in that offense than Montgomery yeah. is. Everyone's believed so, that for a while, and so, so there's there's Herbert and Pierce, and again, Pierce got 20 touches finally last week. He delivered. They both are playing subpar defenses, especially now with the Chargers losing Bosa. Bosa. They are just decimated. Like, I'll play Herbert and Pierce with the volume and the matchup versus, like, again, you can take swings on ETN in a, in a tournament, no problem at all. Like, I just think those two guys have much safer, like, routes to gain yeah, 20 but, points, you know? But to be fair, like, I'm not really looking for safe. Like, right, I'm but looking like, for explosive at – I mean, Damian Pierce is going to be 15% owned. Okay, but I just don't see what the volume – like, you're going to need the outlier game of ETN that we haven't But see, ETN, ETN got 16 touches last week. With his explosiveness, that's – But they were, they were up 28 cool. points. And he even still, Joe, he only put up 10 and a half DraftKings points. But that's the whole him. point, Vinny. He, they were up that many points. That's not an ETN game script. I get I it. I, I think that this is more of a shootout. I so don't you, think that this is going to be very close. So, but what I'm saying is that he got 16 touches last week for only 10 and a half points. Like you're, you're expecting him to get like 20 plus touches and he's going to have to break. One no, I'm expecting no. him to get different touches this week. The 16 okay. to 18 touch range is absolutely fine. But this week, I'm saying the the story that I'm telling is that he's going to be yeah. more involved in the passing game. They're going to try and take away Kirk. Everyone totally. knows that Kirk is a thing now, right? So now it's going to be up to Zay Jones and ETN and whatever tight end that they want to line up out there to help them move the ball. And they're going to have to keep up. If yeah, their defense can't keep up, and if it is a little bit rainy and sloppy, those short passes are what Doug Peterson is going to do to make sure that Trevor Lawrence stays. And I can see, and I can see Doug Peterson pulling out all the stops to beat Philly, right? Totally. So he's going to pull out some trick shit. He's going to do some weird shit to get ETN involved and get him in the open space. And I think that's totally fair. Yeah, I I yeah for sure. I think if he's Montgomery's out, Herbert Pierce safer, but ETN is someone that could absolutely win. And right next to ETN is Josh Jacobs. That's taken on a lot of ownership, and I'm going to have zero. Why? I don't understand why every like, week people just like the, guys, they we, have we're a just terrible dealing... offensive line and Denver has a Denver, top five defense. Yeah. There's no way I'm touching that. I, and the Raiders have no intention of running the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have anyone below ETN. So I, I did have some interest earlier in the week in some of the jets with Brees Hall getting more run, but I just don't know what we're going to see with this new Zach Wilson offense. So I'm off. Yep. All right, guys, moving on. All right. We're going to hit tight ends, and then we're going to bring it back with stacks you want to do? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I think it's pretty clear up top where if you could find the money, uh, wide receiver one, Mark Andrews, is the play. Like, this dude has seen an unbelievable uh, target share in the receiving game. He's in the highest scoring offense, in the highest projected game. Uh, He is target number one for them. 
I, I don't see again. I, I think it's a priority to get Mark Andrews in your lineups, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think he's priced perfectly, right? Twenty-eight sure. points gets you four X. He's gotten twenty-eight points the last two games. He has three touchdowns in the last two games. I want to. I really do want to see how healthy Buffalo's defense is going into this week. That does actually determine a lot because if their safeties are coming back and healthy, that definitely changes a little bit. But yeah, no matter man, what. But- it didn't matter Lamar, against so. <laughs> Miami and New England. Like, and again, yeah, like if, if they have to dedicate so much to Lamar and trying to stop the run and they're just so worried about it, right? Like there's one guy that continues just to get open and he is the the new Travis Kelsey, you know, in the league. So, yeah, man, uh, what about below yep. Andrews? We can agree that he's obviously a phenomenal play, but yeah, below him. Pitts, Pitts is an obvious one, right? Going right back to that game, into that game, that game stack. Whoa. And we'll get back to the game stack again. But yeah, man, it's Kyle Pitts. Is it Kyle? Is that his first name? Yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts in that Atlanta game, we've talked about it. Cleveland, no edge rushers. They're starting to target Pitts. They know that he's their guy. They're splitting him out wide sometimes for mismatches on corners, mm-hmm. for fade routes in the end zone. He's a receiver slash tight end, yeah. you know, and he should be up in that 7K range just like Andrews because he has that that ceiling. He has. I mean, he just hasn't done it right so you like if you played him at 7k nobody would play him like that's an Mm -hmm. interesting spot like price point i think it's probably pretty accurate like i'm with you he's probably one of the few guys that has at least based on last year the same upside but we need to see him do it like this is the game right like this is the perfect game for him to do that um in my we're just missing that we're just missing that touchdown from him right he's getting that six catches 65 yards you know he's actually getting the targets we just need that touchdown and that idiot Arthur Smith is like, yeah, I don't play fantasy football. Like, target. It's like, how about you just target your best players, dude? Like, that yeah, will help exactly. you win games. Um, below Kyle Pitts, I mean, <sighs> David and really, at 3,800 is interesting in that game, that Cleveland yes. game. Um, what do you think about like, him? No, no, Njoku is perfect. I think he looks really good. 10 um, targets last week was nuts. Yeah, and he looks good. Like, he's that tight end that, like, he's actually going against the trend right now where, okay, we got this super athlete. We're going to try to play him at tight end, and it never works out. Well, I yep. think it's actually starting to work out for him. So, Joku so. is a super athlete. When he catches the ball, it's it's impressive how yeah. fast he is. Um, and, again, this Atlanta defense is nothing special. Seattle was – I mean, they made Geno Smith look like a goddamn pro bowler last week. So, yep. I, I can think see Joku could- going off. I think you could also look $100 more to Dawson Knox. Like if you want exposure to that Buffalo uh, Ravens game and get different, like we always talk about, like it may not be Stefan Diggs. It may not be Gabe Davis or Rashad Bateman. Like it could be Dawson Knox that catches two touchdowns. You know what I mean? We saw yeah. with Devin Singletary last week. So he's yet to have that breakout game. Um, I kind of like that he has that questionable tag on him. He'll obviously play. Um we're right there, man. I, I think Dawson Knox is an interesting play on Sunday if you like that game, obviously. Yeah, so. if we're going up a little bit, I'll stay in again the same games we've been talking about. It's Dallas Goddard for Philly. Um, yeah, everyone's going to be running to Devontae Smith. Everyone's running to A.J. Brown. Everyone's going to be hopping on these stacks. Well, Dallas Goddard is still one of their guys. He's a top target. Hurts looks good. This Jacksonville defense is really good. The D-line is really good. Um, if they're pressuring Hurts and he's having to scramble around to make plays, Goddard's a great play. I think he's going to well, get a lot of targets and a lot of red zone targets. I think he's always a great play just because he's got – he's kind of like like 10-point floor every week, you know, like right around yeah. there. And then he could pop for 18-plus, you know, like very possible. So at his price point at 4500 I think he's a great play. Um, Jim, you're back here. We kind of talked about like getting exposure to the two games that we like, that Cleveland game and the uh, Buffalo game is like – yeah. Looking to Knox and Njoku is two yeah. like interesting ways to get exposure there. Um, you could like throw them into stacks, but you could also just like one off that to get a piece of that game. And, yeah, I like both know. of those guys. Uh, also, going to play a fair amount of Kyle Pitts. Yeah, yeah. Kind of whether on. it's in a stack or not. That we talked about it before the 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 volume is just so concentrated around those three guys in mm-hmm. that offense that like you know and. I also don't understand why David Njoku is so cheap this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His Monster usage game on Thursday. and his, his ceiling, I mean, the 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 algorithm should have caught that. Um, you would think. Uh, I mean, it's, people are going to still try and make Albert O happen. Um, nope. And a lot of people – yeah, not me. And a lot of people were flocking to Evan Ingram. 
Um, I can, no, I'm I not going to do, do it. it. Like I would, I, rather, I would rather play play Thomas a hundred dollars less there. Um, at least yeah, he, like we know he's a part of the offense. I mean, whatever that who, means with Carson Wentz, I don't know, but he's a part of the offense. You know what I mean? I mean, who knows right now, right? I mean, it's like one of those things that it's kind of a mystery. Part of me uh, likes it. It's dangerous. Though yeah. playing Washington, there is nothing concentrated, <laughs> right? Like we're talking about these teams that are super so concentrated. Spread so spread Holy out. shit. We don't know yeah. who's no. getting the ball. If anyone's getting the ball with Carson Wentz throwing the ball. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason there at all. <laughs> with it's with Micah cool. Parsons coming after Wentz this week, I, I'm completely fading the potatoes. Um, if uh, just a little tidbit, if if TJ Hawkinson ends up missing, it looks like it's gonna be Brock Wright. At 2,500, which is Ooh. the dead men for tight ends, uh, who will be starting for Detroit. All right. Um, 2,500. That is, but I like it. You know, uh, I don't either, Vinny. Uh, I had to go look at, I had to go look up their depth chart and read a few <laughs> beat reports to find out exactly uh, who that might be. Um, and I guess it is, um, I forgot his name already. Brock something. Yeah. So, <laughs> We're just going to go with Anders. Yeah. Brock, Brock the Rock. But, I like it. But if, I mean, if he, if Hawkinson's out, a starting tight end in yeah, a game he, that we think is going to, you know, have totally. some pretty good volume, we just need like three catches and a touchdown, and he's just smashing that 2,500. So. All right, boys. It's like stack that. time. Brock Wright. Stack, uh, stack, 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 stack. Brock Wright went to Notre Dame. Interesting. Um, okay, Great. moving on to stacks. All right, so my favorite game to stack this week, where he talked about it, it's Cleveland and Atlanta, right? I mean, you got Mariota, you got Cordero Patterson at receiver. You can go over to Amari Cooper on the Cleveland side. You got Drake London on the Atlanta side. You can even get weird and go with Alameda Zacchaeus, which randomly gets these catches. I mean, he's 4K. Mm-hmm. I'm not into him either, but he's that guy that you just go, what the hell? Why is he getting all of the touches? So if you're playing, getting a lot of exposure to this Atlanta-Cleveland game, I do feel like you need to have at least a couple of those lineups with Zacchaeus in there. Because if he snacks two touchdowns and you have like Pitts and Corderell, those guys aren't getting the touchdowns, um, you're, you're shit out of You're going to kill someone. Well, that's Pretty fine. Much. Look, if, if he's, getting two, he's, Chubb, getting two, he's getting two targets a game, like if, what, yeah, like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about with all this usage, Joe. But I mean, <laughs> he's maybe, out. There. Maybe, he's maybe you used, on but. maybe you picked up some ayahuasca <laughs> at the at the Ritz last week because he's not getting any usage. The usage in that stack is centered around three guys: it's Patterson, it's London, and it's Pitts. And I'm playing all three of them in stacks with Mariota and Chubb and Cooper coming back on the other side. You can play yep. Chubb and Njoku if you want to save a little bit of money. I like, you know, we've got some of our cheaper options at wide receiver we'll get to in a little bit here. Um, but I like my optimizer. Pickings. My optimizer was really putting out a lot of Chubb with Njoku lineups with Patterson, with uh, mm-hmm. Pitts going double tight end. Mm-hmm. Njoku and Pitts in the same lineup uh-huh. was spitting those out. That was getting, whew. I was getting a little excited with those. Some sometimes, sometimes it's nice. I don't I don't use the optimizer to build my lineups, but when it shoots out certain stuff that I haven't seen, I it makes me I have to go back and think a little bit. Um, so it, it's one thing I really like using it for that reason. But yeah, I mean, I I think that that's a really sneaky full on game slot that you can do that not a lot of people will do. And you don't have to worry about guessing who's going to get the volume because you'll have basically everything, especially for the Browns. I know you guys don't want to, didn't want to play in the last two weeks, last few weeks. Didn't work out week one, but every week since, Amari Cooper has gone over 20 points. So he's gone 4.7, 28, 26. So over 100 yards, two weeks in a row. That's not going to stop when they throw the ball the target shares are going to him 50 to 60% of the time. And that's it. And guys, this is the second highest total on the slate and the public is on the under. Yep. This game's about to explode. hundred percent. I like it. All right, guys, next stack. I mean, uh, I, I talked about, it. I mean, it doesn't really need to be like hammered home. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like my core and almost every stack is going to be with the Ravens bills game. Like yeah. even, Games that I'm not primarily stacking these two, I'm going to be picking off pieces like Bateman and Duvernay 
and McKenzie and Knox and Singletary. Like, I think you can just continuously have guys all over the map from these, this game and be fine. Yeah. But, I mean, I, Buffalo's secondary didn't get any better. Micah Hyde's out nope. for the year. Um, not great. Which is really concerning for them. Uh, as they push forward to try and win a Super Bowl here, uh, it, it, it's a concern, right? So I really, really like all those guys. I'm I'm going to concentrate my guys I play. It's either going to be Josh Allen with with both receivers, or Josh Allen with one of the running backs and one of the receivers. And I'm talking about um, I'm talking about Jason Diggs Gabe. or Gabe Davis. McKenzie yeah. had a great week last week. I played a ton of Isaiah McKenzie, right? Yeah, I'm afraid more. to chase him, but exactly. I feel like that's just chasing points. Uh, Diggs or Davis is going to be back again, healthy. Uh, yeah. You talk about a guy that I think personally the Heat really affected. Didn't play the week before, and then was just absolutely just he gassed. Looked, he looked gassed, man. I yeah. went back and watched the film. And he, he's like, his body language was not great. So I really like going back to Gabe Davis here. Uh, 6,600, not a whole lot of people are going to own him. Everyone's going to be all over CeeDee Lamb and they can have it. Uh, I'm fading. Yeah. yeah, I'm fading basically that whole game. If that game goes off, great. But I think that's going to be just like a just massive stink fest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's not going to be. It's going to be a lot like the Giants game was the other night. Uh that the scoring picked up a little bit toward the end there, but I mean, there wasn't any yeah. world beaters that came out of that game aside from Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And, and I, again, I, I think I'm just going to mix and match all of my different stacks with this and go, you know, again, Lamar Andrews stack two will be Lamar Bateman, Andrews, Lamar yeah. Andrews, Duvernay, and then, you know, bring it back with Diggs, then go Bill. No, I really, I really like, like, you can like just... Lamar, Lamar and Andrews by themselves. And then you go with Gabe Davis and Diggs. Yes, you can do that for Josh sure. Allen. It's definitely yeah. doable this week. So I, again, if you don't want to go full game, I think there's many ways to go about this game. I so I would I'm going to try to have them all. I would encourage you though, if you're playing in single entry or three max, even if it's a larger field, I would encourage you to do the full on game slot because no one else is going to do it. Well, yeah, Especially that's how you get different. People, exactly. I mean. It's gonna, these guys are going to be chalky, and that's okay. But right. not a lot of people are going to feel comfortable doing that full-on game stat. And look at the last two weeks. It's worked. If you've yep. hit on mm-hmm. the the Bills-Dolphins game, coincidentally, it's been the Dolphins both time. And then if you've hmm. hit on Baltimore-Dolphins again, like you probably made quite a bit of money. And if you just gobbled up most of everything in that, if you took Waddle and Hill – with Tua or without Tua, you absolutely killed it, right? Right. So I don't be afraid to get a little bit weird. And that's like that brings me to like the next stack that I really like because I like a, one or two options coming back on the other side. And we kind of already talked about it is the Detroit stack. Um, I really hope that St. Brown plays. Um, if he doesn't play, it'll be DJ Chark for me, which is a receiver that I like. Um, and then it's going to be Goff. Williams, Chark, and I like running it back with Lockett. Uh, I don't really – Okuda has really turned his game around, and mm-hmm. he is going to be on DK Metcalf. He's, yeah. ab- he's one guy that probably not a lot of people know about yet, but you will because he has played fantastic so far this year. Mm-hmm. Got beat up a little bit, kind of like the Am- Jefferson last week. Kind of kind of like the Ambry Thomas thing with the Niners, right? Who was just getting absolutely cooked right yeah. when he got put in there, but after a few weeks you started to see him play a little bit better. Okuda did not have a good year last year. He was a very high draft pick. He's a talented guy. He's now showing that, right? Lockett yep. is the guy that they're just kind of kind of let run wild, and that's a super cheap stack, especially with Amon Ra out. Uh, I hope that he plays because he's a really dynamic player and he's not going to be highly owned, but he is getting a little bit expensive. But again, I really don't care at that point. Um, I've got a bet for you guys straight up. Okay. Because I like this it. game. I think Gino outscores Goff. And if you're going to play this game, you go Gino, Lockett. And then you go Sun God Williams on the other side. That's how I'm going to do it. 
Okay, okay well, what are we betting? Because I'll. Take I don't know. That's what we need to figure out. <laughs> I mean, we can come back to you on it, but I, I, I'm just looking at it like. I mean, Vinny, you and I I'm are going to be together on on Monday yeah, after this game goes. All right. So. Think right, about we'll, it. I mean, all right, we'll come up with something. We'll, we'll post right. about it or whatever. Eat something but, gross. Like, but do you, do you, will you take that bet? I think Gino outscores him. Just I will take, I'll take that bet a hundred times out of a hundred. Gino Smith. All right, all right guys. Okay. I, this is enough Gino. Gino talk. All right. Moving on to the uh, next stack that we haven't really talked about. Um, I really like the Chargers versus the Texans stack. I think this game can get a little weird. I think people are terrified of the Chargers after last week's performance. Jaguars defense is actually really good, I think. Herbert did not practice last week with that rib injury, then they just came out and threw it 50 times. He had no Keenan Allen. He's probably getting Keenan Allen back this week after a full week yeah. of practice. Texans are going to be behind. They're going to be throwing to Brandon Cooks like crazy. It's going to be similar to what we saw with uh, Marquise Brown with the Cardinals last week. I can yeah. see him getting like 18 targets. Another person I like in this game is actually Nico Collins. Nico Collins is playing a lot. He's getting targets. He's a part of the game plan. So if this game goes the way I think it is, Chargers are going to get up early. Eckler's actually going to get more carries than we think, and Houston's going to throw the ball a ton. Davis Mills is actually a possible option here, but I really like going just Brandon Cooks randomly in these Charger stacks. Yeah, I, I, I like I that sneaky. one a lot, yeah. Joe, because everyone's concerned about Herbert. Um, obviously, you know, Rashawn Slater tearing his bicep. He's out for the year. Uh, people are going to be pensive about – wanting to play Herbert. Um, but, I mean, guys, it's the Texans. They don't have a very good pass rush. They do have some good corners, which is why the stack – I'm i not super interested in Keenan Allen. I never really am for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't have a whole lot of facts to support that. Um, I don't think he's as explosive as Williams. Um, I like playing that stack with Herbert Eckler um, – Williams and then I like running it back with Cooks and Collins if you want to. Um, mm -hmm. because like you said, they're gonna be throwing it quite a bit. Um, if you didn't want to go with Collins, I think you could run it back with Damian Pierce um in that stack because they are gonna try and get him the ball. And if they do get down near the goal line, he is getting all of the goal line work. Um, Sex Rex is thank God really not playing a whole lot anymore. Um, I think that my theory is that I don't think that they were super comfortable with um, Damian Pierce's pass blocking abilities, uh, which is why Rex Burkhead played a little bit more week one, but I think he's good now. Um, I think that's a pretty sneaky stack, Joe, that not a lot of people are going to go to. Um, and I think but those that, are the players, those are the players I'm going to be mixing in for sure. Like in those Buffalo stacks, yeah, those really high price Buffalo Baltimore stacks. And you can sneak into Nico Collins at 4k. You can sneak into Brandon cooks. If you and Brandon cooks is going to go highly owned. He's that one guy where you can get chalky with Brandon cooks, but you don't want to miss on him. hundred percent. So if you put him in a full stack like this, nobody else is going to do that. Right. So you're going to be feeling pretty good about yourself. I think if you, do that because um, Brandon Cooks is a guy that people, you know, it's interesting that he's getting some ownership this week because he usually doesn't get that much ownership and always just produces, right? Um, I think it's a, a price point thing this week. He's under 6,000. Um, we talked about cheaper guys. Nico Collins is 4,000. And I, if, if people don't know about Nico Collins, he is not Brandon Cooks. He is a big body. He's a physical receiver. He's a guy that they can look towards in the end zone and, you know, they even if even if Brevin Jordan or O.J. Howard is there, Derwin James just eliminates Brown. tight ends in the middle of the field. We see it all the time. Um, so, yeah, I really like that call, Joe. Um, so we'll touch in on Dylan, Dylan at main condition trading cards. Wanted to talk a little bit about the jet stack and I and I love it. Um, yeah, you can play Zach Wilson. And, and Garrett Wilson, you can play the Wilson and Wilson law firm this week if you want to. Um, I really like adding um, Elijah Moore into that. I think that Elijah Moore is a completely different um, piece of this offense. Um, I think that when you go back and look at how he performed last year, Wilson and Moore had a really good rapport together. Um, and toward the end of the year, once that rapport kind of clicked, they started just going crazy. I like the run back options on the other side of that game. 
Um, so yeah, I think that it, it's a super cheap stack too. Like if you put those guys in those three, Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, and Elijah Moore, you can basically play whoever the hell you want to outside of them. And you're going to be good to go. Yep. I like it too. Uh, I talked about him a little bit earlier, uh, the Broncos. I just think if they're going to get right, it's going to happen here. Uh, they squeaked out that win, started to loosen up in that fourth quarter. The Raiders seem to be a get right spot for a lot of teams. Uh, and it doesn't look like this year is going to be any different. Um, so to your point, Jim, I think very clearly, you know, I think chasing Holland's points is just exactly that you're chasing yeah. last week. So if you're going to do it, I think you could easily go a Russ Sutton Judy uh, and bring it back with Devonte and hope I, that that pops some. I have somebody I like better than Judy who okay. hasn't been utilized. Hamler banged up. Like, yes. Yeah, I love him, man. He's just not getting in. Like doesn't, he's not. I know. Matter. I'm with you. I called him in my my pod leading up to the season as one of my top five sleeper he's, receivers. He this year. is. He is the locket role in that offense where Russ can one just, target in three weeks. I know it's okay. Well, he didn't play week two. Uh, it's okay. We're, we're going to, I mean, if we're talking stats, he's going to blow up one of these games yes. because yes, I'm with you. Uh, and that's price, it. That's a Millie play right there. If you want to go Russ, you know, Sutton, Hamler, Adams in a Millie, that could be something that does damage. hundred no percent about it. Um, I uh, personally, I, I I would rather, if I'm going to play that stack, I would like to play Russ, Javante, and Sutton, um, and then just play De- play Devonte Adams coming back on the other side. That's fair. If Renfro doesn't play again, um, then you better believe I'm one hundred percent. Now, I think yeah. that if I'm, I, I don't see him anywhere. I think he was a concussion, so I think he's probably going to be okay. Um, oh, he did not practice today. So just, yeah. you know, it's Wednesday. We're doing this a day earlier than we normally do. So just keep an eye on that. But if, but if Renfro's out, you can fire up Matt Collins. I mean, you might even be able to fire up Matt Collins anyway, because he was getting targets when Renfro was in there and healthy. So if we're talking about stacks, that's a really nice run back option. And I mean, if you wanted to get crazy, I mean, I guess you could, you could stack the Raiders side of that. I'm not sure that I would, um, Talk about a, uh, a Millie maker type play. Uh, that's certainly it. Yep. And the last thing I'm just going to mention, and then I'm done with my stacks pretty much, is I will have some Eagles exposure. Uh, like I mentioned, I, I, I do think this is a pretty competitive game, 47 over under. Uh, I think the Jags are going to give them what they can handle. And we saw week one, the one real opponent. Uh, I don't count Kirk Cousins on Monday night because we know how that turns out. But the Lions put up 35 on these guys week one. Now, I know Philly's probably gotten some things corrected, but the Jags are no joke, man. And I'm with mm-hmm. you. I think Peterson is going to have some tricks up his sleeve. Um, I think this game could get a pretty interesting going back to Philly. So, you know, I think, again, pretty concentrated offenses here. Well, not Philly. But, uh, you got Brown, Smith, Goddard. Uh, but Zay, Kirk, Robinson, or Etienne on the other side, you can get different in a lot of ways uh, yep. with that one. So field field is going to be wet in Philly. Just keep that in mind. It's it will, but they're wet. on turf, you know. So Philly's I'm pretty not sure it's a turf. turf. You no. sure? Philly's grass. All right. Well, I'm sure the grass right, guys. Is nice. Let's sure. move on to defenses. What defenses are going to be twenty plus points to take your lineup across that line? I mean, My I've number got... one defense, if I can afford them, it's the Cowboys going against Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson Wentz is the other than him and Derek Carr kind of on the same level when it comes to being able to move in the pocket and knowing what the hell they're doing. They can't feel pressure. They have no timing. Micah Parsons is an absolute game record. I think he is going to just destroy. And I think this is like five plus sacks for the Cowboys, three plus turnovers. I mean, possibly a defensive touchdown. Cowboys are relying on their defense to win these games with Cooper Rush at quarterback. And they're running their offense just like that, right? So they're not putting Dallas's defense in any bad situations. If I can afford the Cowboys, they're going to be in every lineup if I can. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hate that. Um, if I'm not paying up, I'm going down to play Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. their, their pass rush is the, is the absolute real deal. Um, 
the 49ers. How about, how about the Raiders? How about the Raiders being at 2,900? <laughs> I, well, I have no idea. Look, <laughs> I, I understand that Max Crosby is having like a pretty good statistical year individually. Like he's piling up sacks and forced fumbles and shit like that. But like, like what in the hell? Like, I think that the Raiders are probably, if you had to say, you know, pick one team, one defense that's going to get you negative points this week, that would probably be one of them that I would pick. <laughs> yeah. Like, how um, are they priced above the Broncos? I don't know. The Broncos, their defense is the real deal. It's very similar to the the 49ers were almost playing a mirror image of themselves with a pretty mediocre offense with not a great offensive line with a really good defense and a really good pass rush um, last Sunday night. <laughs> So, one de- one defense outside of Denver that I'm going with right there at the same price point. I'm riding the Chicago Bear train, man. Uh, the Giants have the worst offensive line in the league in pressures. Uh, I think Danny Dimes got hit more than any other quarterback. So uh, it's not so. It's not only that, Vinny. They just like, lost Sterling Shepard. Jeff like, Saturday. Jeff Saturday went on a pretty big rant about it because people are being really critical of Danny Dimes, dude. I think Danny. No, I time. think I think Danny Dimes is good. He's not um, that, yeah. I mean, he's not. He's not yeah. as bad as everybody paints him. Number one, he's got nobody to throw to. He's no got one. Butterfingers, Kenny Galladay. He had Sterling Shepard, who's now hurt. And then yeah. he's got some other guy, LaSalle or whatever his name is, that I'd never even heard of Terrible. until I started doing research. And Richie James, it, who was a perennial practice squad player on the Niners for like five years. It's right? only Saquon Barkley. Um, so I'll it. play the Bears. Like whatever, they're going to run the ball, shorten the game. Dimes will get sacked a few times, maybe a pick. Like <laughs> I'll just keep. I'm going to play against the Giants yeah. every game. I yeah, can. I mean that's I'm gonna, that's. I think that's the safest um, defense all week. Um, and I think I that, think the craziest one to play is a team I mentioned earlier. And this is if you're obviously if you there's going to be some lineups where I think I'm going to fade Philly in general, and I'm going to go with the Jaguars defense. Jaguars defense is elite. Jalen Hurts has not made and Jalen Hurts has not made any mistakes. That's a bold call. I like it. Right. Like, but at 2300, this Jacksonville defense is solid. Yes, I know this Philly offense is scary, but that's what makes this such a you know boomer bust, millie maker type defense. And at 2300, I don't think they're going negative points. They're gonna get you at least four or five points this week. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be scared. I usually the way I usually build my lineups is I put defense in very last and just whoever can fit in that area that I, I'll just plug them in at that point. Unless there's somebody I'm really passionate about, like Joey's pretty passionate about the Cowboys this week. You know, I get that. Um I, I think that there's some merit to be made for for the Chargers against Houston. Um again, I know that Bosa's out, but for the extra two hundred dollars, I'm not sure that it's worth it. I think I'm with Joe. I would just probably rather play Dallas. Um, yeah, if like you can get two, there for sure. The two highest on defenses are going to be Pittsburgh and the Eagles, which are kind of strange. That's exactly why you need to flip to Jacksonville defense and then yeah. ETN, right? Kirk, and just go with that Jacksonville offense. I like it. All right, we're going to keep surprising teams. All right, you guys, know, let's you go know what time our, it is. Old call. It's, it's our favorite part of the podcast. How about old me? call I, time? I nailed one of mine last week. I don't remember. Romeo. You said McCaffrey, Jim. Oh, uh, okay. And then Vinny said Dubes, which got me playing a lot of Dubes last week, which got yeah. me a lot of money. So thank you for that. I said Henry was going to be the highest scoring running back oh, on yeah. the slate. That's a great and call. He was. He was. Okay. So nailed that one. So let's get on to our uh, bold calls this week. Jimmy, I'm going to let you lead this one off because you uh, were the loser last week. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know why I didn't put him into my bold calls, but I guess I should have. So I'll go I'll go <laughs> with a cheap wide receiver this week. I think it's going to be George Pickens who's going to get us to the 20-point mark at just $3,800. All right. I think Nico Collins gets us a touchdown this week. And Is that bold? I mean, it's 4K. He's the number two wide receiver. I mean, it's so he's gonna have so he's gonna get one catch for for seven yards and a touchdown, and you're gonna hit your bold call. That's fucking. I had two touchdowns. Okay, there we go. See, this is bold call. (laughs) You took my two easy to get. You took my two touchdown call, so I'll switch it to (laughs) thirty points for each of them. 
and I'm saying Tyler Lockett and Rashad Bateman go for 30 this week. Oh, both, both. That's right. that. That is a. I'm gonna throw in. I'm gonna call. throw in a second bull call. Etn goes oh. for 20 points minimum. I, I like that, Joe. I, I bold. You guys that. are high on him. I will. I will have to play one because I did not really play Matt Collins last week, and you guys won, and I didn't. So I will have to get him into a lineup <laughs> now. Thank uh, you. And then I'll just. I don't know how bold this is since it's been pretty consistent, but Amari Cooper goes over a hundred yards and goes over twenty-five DraftKings points again. So his normal. Uh, <laughs> three weeks. You guys keep thinking I'm crazy <laughs> for know, playing I him. I know he's been awesome. Nope. All right, I got nothing else. Joe is right, still guys. harboring ill will from four years ago. That's Never every receiver that's ever passed through Oakland or Las Vegas. Hey, how are All those right, draft picks doing you got for him? <laughs> <laughs> I think half of them are in prison. It's got me locked up, killing me out. All right, guys. Oh, yeah, rest Thank in you peace, Julio. Julio, RIP. He's in the real gangster's paradise now. Sad. That's right. Bruno. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Ask us any questions you want. We'll be responsive. We'll get you on our podcast. At least we'll mention your questions and uh, talk about it. JJ McIntosh, Vinny Levine 29, and DFS Joey Levine, and obviously our main account, Red Zone DFS. We're also on Instagram as well. I'm making memes pretty much every day at this point. I think I'm funny, but maybe you guys can attest to that. If, All right, if guys. You guys are, if you're still listening – Comment on this video on YouTube. We're, we're getting ready to do a giveaway. We're through shooting around mm-hmm. some other ideas. What would motivate you and your friends to su- subscribe to our YouTube channel? We want to do something I fun. Like we want to do a good giveaway. We're probably going to announce it um, sometime next week. Uh, but comment on the video t- to see what you guys would want. You want a gift card? You guys want a jersey? You want like tickets to a game Ste- or something ste- like steak in the Millie maker. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what, whatever you guys want some, you know, some actual steak. We can order you some, like some food and send it to you. I mean, I don't know. We, you want actual to steak. Your next right. tailgate. Like, I don't know. Throw some comments in there. I don't know what we'll be able to make happen, but we would love to hear some ideas from you guys out there. So thank you very much for listening. We really do appreciate all the support. And uh, if you are supporting us by using Zone 20 at manscaped.com. Please do blast it out on Twitter. Tag us. We'll give you retweets. Um, Hopefully get your followers up and uh, keep your balls clean. Amen. All right, guys. Peace Peace. out. Good luck. Later.